everybody. Welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we're going to jump right into this, and I will throw it over to Paul. Why, thank you, Renee. So um, this summer, of course, one of the biggest hits in the theater, well, the biggest one is Barbie. But kind of tied to that is Oppenheimer by, you know, um, Christopher Nolan. So that got me thinking there's this excellent BBC miniseries starring Sam Watterson from 1980 called Oppenheimer, which is about Oppenheimer, but it's it's definitely more of a straight biography, not so much exploring larger issues, but it's, it's really fantastic. Unfortunately, it's not playing anywhere. So I got to think, oh, well, look, oh, an, another excellent film that covers the same era from 1989, Fat Man and Little Boy. Oh, that, that not streaming anywhere. But I took a look. And do you know who plays Oppenheimer in Fat Man and Little Boy? Dwight Schultz. And now, which is really weird because Dwight Schultz, most people, depending on your age, will either remember him as, as um, Murdoch in the A-Team or Barkley in in Next Generation. Mm-hmm. You know, these more kind of weirder comedic characters. Of course, my kids will rec- remember him from my first pick, which is Chowder. It's a uh, it's an animated it's a cartoon series from uh, 2007 to 2010. It's currently playing on Hulu, created by C. H. Greenblatt, and uh, Dwight Schultz actually doesn't play Chowder. He plays uh, Mung Dahl, Mung, who's a chef, and Chowder is his apprentice. And uh, they're in Marzipan City, and everybody's named after food: um, Truffle, Schnitzel, um, Schnitzel, who only goes rada rada rada. That's the only he talks. Um, it's this. It's this cute, bizarre, uh, fun. It is. It's definitely a kids' them one, but there's enough weirdness to it that if you're a fan of weird animation, uh, it'll it'll still grab you. It's still enjoyable, um, but it's wholesome. It's wholesome and fun and cute and weird. And everybody's named after food, um, and so that's uh, Chowder by C. H. Greenblatt um, on Hulu. And speaking of someone named after food. I'll pass this over to Zach. It's me. My real name is Hot Dog. Most people don't know that. But Zachary <laughs> is my nickname. I was going to say it's Zacchini, but that's, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, um, okay, well, so my recommendations this week are going to be following a theme, and that theme is uh, remembering uh, a wonderful director who just passed away uh, a few, uh, well, I guess a day ago as of this recording, but it'll be uh, a few days ago by the time you listen to this. But I am, of course, talking about William Friedkin, uh, who directed a lot of classic films. <laughs> Unfortunately, most of them are not streaming. However, I did find a couple of picks that are uh, kind of either by him or tangential to him. And my first pick is actually one that uh, we've mentioned before. And I believe Paul recommended this one a while back. Uh, but this is one of his lesser-known films. It is 2006 Bug. And it's kind of hard to say too much about this movie without giving anything away. But uh, it's got Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon. And it's kind of a... Uh, it's not it's not a one-location film, but it's almost one location. Uh, they are in a uh, in a hotel room. And they think that, uh, well, there's, there's something going on. And... I don't want to give away anything else because, uh, yeah, it's this movie actually did horribly. Uh, it was very weirdly marketed, and I, I don't really hear many people other than Paul talking about this movie. <laughs> um, but again, you got Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon, 
and in what's almost a two-person film. So, I mean, you can't go wrong there. And William Friedkin, uh, this was kind of the end of his career. I mean, I think he made a couple of movies, maybe one or two movies after this. Um, but this was near the end of his career. And, uh, yeah, I think he's he's much better remembered for a lot of the stuff he did in the 70s and 80s. But I think this one deserves a look. I think it's one of his uh, less appreciated films. And that one is playing on Prime Video, Pluto TV, and Fandor. Uh, and speaking of... Uh, uh, I, I don't really have a great segue... <laughs> <laughs> because I got to pass it to Renee and all the segues I could think of were mean and I don't do mean <laughs> segues to Renee. So I'll just pass it to Renee. Well, thank you so much. Yes, Bill is not here today. Uh, and unfortunately, because I think he would be interested in my next recommendation. So I'm going to do something that uh, I've only done once before. And this is a movie that I have not watched yet, but I'm going Ooh. to watch it this weekend. And I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm pretty excited about it. This movie is called The Lake. And you can watch it on Tubi or Vudu. And it's uh, it's a Thai movie. And it looks like a fun little kaiju. And so, you know that there's really one thing that... One lesson to be learned in all of our giant monster movies, which is there's always going to be a mama that will come and get you if you mess with her baby. So don't mess with the baby. So when you're hanging out in a village and you find a strange egg, maybe don't take it home with you. Unfortunately, someone did. And uh, now this giant monster has emerged looking for said egg. And uh, the town and all of its townsfolk are in the way. So, yeah, I am pretty excited about this movie. It looks pretty fun. Uh, It is called The Lake, and you can watch it on Tubi or Vudu. And on that note, I will pass it back to Paul. Why, thank you, Renee. So my, my first pick, of course, was Chowder by C.H. Greenblatt. And what's he doing today? Why, he's running the, the new series Jellystone on Max, formerly known as HBO Max. Um, this is one of those ones that I had kind of stayed away from till there were, you saw till I saw actually there's some videos that are titled, Actually, Jellystone is Good. <laughs> <laughs> and so it does, it takes a host of... All, like, the Hanna-Barbera characters, uh, you know, Yogi Bear, um, uh, Augie Doggy, uh, Huckleberry Hound, Magilla Gorilla, all of them, and it puts them in a town, and it, it's, it's, it's just a fun, weird little series. Certainly, part of it is, you know, you've got people who are old enough that hits the nostalgia factor for seeing these characters kind of reinterpreted, but it's also, again, it's one of these ones that it's really bizarre but it's also strangely wholesome and i think kids would dig it too but mm. it is i've only i haven't seen all of them i've seen a handful of the episodes but they are really funny and really weird and it's, it's modern takes on the characters and but the voice actors they're not aping the 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 original voices but they're trying to capture sort of the essence of them and uh you know the the different characters have different roles in the town so yogi bear and cindy bear are doctors with boo boo as their nurse you've got uh huckleberry hound is the uh is the mayor um magilla gorilla is i guess he's like a haberdasher and and uh jabberjaw who's actually female in this works for him 
um, though she refers to him as Mr. Magilla. It's just this really weird, fun, goofy little thing. They're like, ten, they're, you know, typical 15 minute segments. Uh, just some, biz- it's, it's neat because you've got like that weird absurdity. So it'll hit the adults, but it's also got the weird absurdity. So it's going to hit the kids. Um, so I definitely say check it out. It's really fun. It's Jellystone on, on Max. And speaking of, of Yogi Bear, I'll pass this to Zach. Uh, hey, boo boo. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> my second recommendation this week is uh, kind of more tangential to William Friedkin. So, if you're not familiar with his name, uh, he directed one of the one of the best and most well known horror films of all time. Of course, talking about The Exorcist, uh, but <laughs> because streaming is so shit these days, uh, The Exorcist and actually a lot of his other movies. Uh, are not streaming anywhere at all. So, <laughs> however, uh, most people have seen The Exorcist, so I don't know if I need to recommend it. Um, but maybe maybe you skip the sequels. Um, and, yeah, maybe you skip the second one because it's just not a great movie. Uh, kind of worth watching. But uh, my, recommend, my recommendation this week is, uh, actually, uh, maybe you skipped all the sequels. Uh, and if you did, you missed... Actually, a really, really strong horror film all on its own. I am, of course, talking about The Exorcist 3. Uh, this came out, oh, I yeah. believe it was like 17 years after, uh, or 19 years, something like that, after the original. Uh, interestingly enough, actually directed by William Peter Blatty, who uh, wrote the books that the uh, movies are based on. Um, this one, obviously, you know, it's The Exorcist 3. Uh, how good can it be? Uh, now, a lot. I think a lot of people have rediscovered this film, so some of you listening already know what I'm talking about, but a lot of people, uh, I think, have skipped this one, and uh, it is a really, really incredible film. Uh, it's a a bit of a mystery, a bit of a, uh, a supernatural uh, uh, investigation. Uh, it's It's got sort George C. Scott in it. I mean, you can't go wrong there, but uh, it's also got Brad Dourif in it. So uh, it's also got a lot of other uh, actors and actresses that you may uh, recognize. It's just it's just a I don't know. It's a really well made film. It absolutely does not get the respect in the, like the mainstream. Like I said, I think the horror uh, community has rediscovered this one in the last twenty years, but it doesn't really get any sort of respect in the mainstream because it's The Exorcist three. So uh, why would you want to watch that? But no, it's great, and it's also got one of the greatest jump scares in, in my opinion in the history of horror films. Uh, oh, so, you bet. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, The Exorcist 3. It's available uh, tons of places. Uh, Hulu, Peacock, Tubi, Redbox, Crackle, Shudder, Pluto TV, Shout TV, Plex, Freebie, and Popcorn Flicks. Uh, I, think, I think I got all of them there. Uh, speaking of underrated sequels, I will pass this over to Renee. Uh, it's actually the third Renee, and uh, people just don't give her the respect that she deserves, in my opinion. It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> it's actually so, her. Her for people who don't know, her name is Renee, and the the E is a three. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that movie Megan. Exactly inspired by yeah, <laughs> so, inspired by your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of things that don't get the respect that they deserve, it's the Asylum Movie Channel. You know, <laughs> they kick out some just amazing ideas i i just it's you know honestly i think we should just really appreciate the fact that they're getting it done like it is really i think an accomplishment just to complete a project (laughs) 
period. I don't care what the project is, just to start and finish a project. But these are like, you know, these are great, ridiculous ideas. And they make it happen. They put it into a movie. So anyway, what I'm getting at is that there's a new movie, and it's called 2025 Armageddon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, it's about a mutant uh, alien race, or a militant alien race, rather. They launch an attack on Earth using every single giant monster creature or disaster found in every asylum movie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. So they are being attacked by giant piranhas and three-headed sharks. And I can't even think of all of them, uh, but it's just a, uh, it, it's a, it's a good time. Honestly, it's really ridiculous. It's not the best movie on the planet, but it's just ridiculous and it's funny. And there are some really amazing kind of meta moments where they talk about the the network itself and how these movies have become more popular and not that I'm taking any credit for that but (laughs) (laughs) it's just so ridiculous and so funny and I kind of love it and uh I I it's available in Ukraine. I'm so sorry. I'm stuttering, or stuttering over my words because mm. we just rented this movie and uh, it's on Tubi. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I know. We didn't even look for it. <laughs> oh, no. Our, yeah. our, our $3 in credit. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, honestly, I'm glad that $3 went to support the Asylum Movie Network. Yeah. They need, they need to know that we're there to support them. <laughs> so, yeah, you can watch this movie on Tubi. And uh, yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) on that note, uh, does anybody have anything to sing us out with? You know, I toyed with the idea that we should retire this bit, but I know you guys love it so much. Um, And so, you know, we can keep going. Uh, You're the ones who love it, Paul. (laughs) I know you guys love it so much. Um, So uh, I've got a little selection here in that um, because none of these really had a good theme song that was singable. I know that's sad, but... In Jellystone, actually, in the very first episode, at one point, uh, Yogi Bear ends up eating the entire town. And the only way they're saved is there's this song that uh, Doggy Daddy's little girl, Augie Doggy, sings that is so terrible and innocuous it gives him indigestion and, and saves the whole town. And so I'll sing this for you. Kitten around, I'm just kitten around. Hey, look what I've found. It's nice and it's round. A big ball of yarn, the size of a barn. Really, I'm just kitten around. <laughs> For the weekend of August 11th, Paul recommended Chowder on Hulu and Jellystone on Max. I recommended The Lake on Tubi and Voodoo and 2025 Armageddon on Tubi. Zachary recommended Bug on Prime Video, Pluto TV, and Fandor, and The Exorcist 3 on Hulu, Tubi, Shudder, Peacock, and Pluto TV. That's the most I could get out of it because I kept interrupting it, so that's I'm sorry that's all I got for Aww, you. Sounds adorable. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's cute because she's a little dog singing about a little cat. They have to actually point that out, too. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun series. Kitten around, I'm just kitten around. Hey, look what I found. It's nice and it's round. A big ball of yarn. She's a little dog. Sing about being a little cat. How cute is that? Kitten around, I'm just kitten around.